basses, please. The Daily Mix Show is on deck. Guitars plugged in. Drums ready to go. Chickens. Other animals. And action. This is the Daily Mix Show on The Rock with Taryn Daly and Steve Miggs. While listening to the Daily Mix Show, please refrain from any unnecessary finger gesturing. 99.9 KISW. Well, good morning, Rockaholics, and a very happy Monday, one and all. Steve Miggs, how you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I'm alive, which is, is, is half the battle this morning. <laughs> Can I just quickly say to everybody a little public service announcement? Yeah. Secure your load, please. Whoa. Excuse me? There was someone on the road on 405 coming in, not 405, on 167, some old dude in a pickup, and he had like those two steel barrels, you know, in the back. Oh, yeah. And they weren't secured, and they just flew off, and I'm right next to the dude. Are you kidding me? Dude, my heart was going like that. Did it you see was... anything crazy in your rearview mirror? Flame. Not flames. Sparks, but massive sparks. Like, once Holy it hit the... Cow. Thank God there's no cars behind us. Like, nobody nobody got hit by it. Oh. But I just look at this guy, and he's just like, you know, barely his eyes are above the steering wheel, and he's an older dude, really old. And then I kept checking my rearview mirror, and I just saw him, like, slowly veer, oh, veer no. off to, like... Get off the side of the road. I think he was just like, oh, crap, oh, crap. And then I'm thinking, what are you going to do? Oh. Are you going to get out of your car and go get it? <laughs> Take, do, secure your load. Yeah. Listen, to our, listen to our friend Steve Miggs this morning, Rockaholics. And now it is time to get informed. Knowledge is power. So give us five-ish minutes and we'll give you uh, some interesting stuff you can talk about at work. This is the Daily Miggs Download. A.K.A. the DMD. Here's your daily dose of doings happening in the world. And the DMD is brought to you by Palace Law today. Sadly, I can say I've celebrated this many times. <laughs> today is National Shower with a Friend Day. Nice. Is that to conserve water? I don't know if it is for anyone else, but for me, it was because we were playing hockey. And after the <laughs> hockey game, we all take a shower. And sometimes they have those shared showers and you just hang out in there and BS. Regular hockey, not tonsil hockey. Oh, let's, let's keep moving. <laughs> because today is also proclaimed as National Fart Day. And I will punish you now for that joke. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Last night, some made me feel they were being punished watching it. I thought it was actually a really good Grammy Awards. Not, I, I, 95% of the artists, I didn't even know who the hell they were or Same. I barely knew them. But I thought the performances were great and a bunch of people won awards. Of course, Taylor Swift won the big award. Billie Eilish also won a big award as well. Miley Cyrus, she won a couple, her first two ever. Uh, for those that did wonder what the hell was going on in the world of rock music, well, I think we're still wondering. Because, uh, I, I, was it the, the Boy Genius, that's that, that all-female supergroup that doesn't really rock? For some reason, they won Best Rock Performance. But, shout out to Metallica. They did win uh, Best Metal Performance for their record 72 seasons. Horns up. So, rapper Killer Mike, his real name is Michael Render, and he was reportedly escorted out of the Grammys in handcuffs after getting into some sort of a, a physical altercation with one of the security guards at the event. And it kind of surprises me because he should have been in a really good mood considering he won three awards earlier in the night. That was the craziest part. I saw the footage of him being escorted out. I'm like, well, sucks for him. Probably didn't even win a Grammy for insult to injury. And then I realized he won three Grammys. Best rap song, best rap performance, and best rap album, and then got himself arrested during the telecast. I mean, you didn't have to stick around and watch the performance if you didn't want to. You didn't have to get arrested for it. 
Hey, exciting news for us Seahawks fans. They now have an assistant coach. It's going to be Leslie Frazier. He's been in the NFL forever, like 25 years of coaching experience. He was a guy that a lot of teams wanted. I think four teams were trying to get him to join on to be an assistant coach. And, well, he ended up going with the Seahawks because of his relationship with Mike McDonald. And a lot of people believe, hey, our new coach is a young dude, 36 years old. He's going to need some kind of veteran coaching experience by his side. And, well, they nailed it. A lot of people are saying this is a home run pickup for the Seattle Seahawks. A very nice balance. In the world of sports, also, the Chicago White Sox traded reliever Gregory Santos to our Seattle Mariners in exchange for two minor leaguers. Santos is 24, had a 3.39 ERA and five saves in his 60 appearances for the White Sox last season. So that's good news for us. Hopefully that could lead to some somebody, you know, Please. getting some saves for the Mariners Please. and they can win more games. Um, man, so Danny, I, I'd imagine you're pretty fired up about this. Seattle just announced they're going to host six matches for the FIFA World Cup in 2026. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff is going on. I think the main games are happening over at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. But Seattle's one of uh, the 16 sites that are going to have uh, some games, right? It's so exciting. And especially because we get to host a U.S. men's team group stage, which I that game is going to be insane here. So as a season, you're a season ticket holder now, right? Yes. Do, do you have a chance of getting these tickets? I gotta imagine these are gonna be hard tickets to get. I don't know, and okay. I'm hoping I do. <laughs> I, I'm gonna save up for two years to buy these tickets. But yeah, I'm hoping they give us some kind of first dibs opportunity. Is the is the price tag on a World Cup ticket pretty steep? I don't I know, imagine. but I, I'm assuming so. My friend went to the World Cup, or my cousin went to the World Cup in Brazil, and he couldn't even get into the stadium because they were what? so pricey. Oh, and this, this town kind of likes its soccer, yeah. so I think it's, I think it's gonna do okay. Patrick Mahomes Sr. is the father of the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback. He was arrested for driving while intoxicated in Texas. This comes just a week before the Super Bowl. That's nice. And it's his third arrest on DWI charges. He's got a bond set at $10,000. And uh, we're not sure if he's even going to be at the Super Bowl now. You know, that's real nice of you to kind of like add no distractions to your son's upcoming Super Bowl performance. I got to say, I don't know what's up with Patrick Mahomes. Does he have nerves of steel or just like the ultimate... Everything just kind of flies off of his back, you know, yeah. in one ear, out the other. He's got a crazy brother. His dad clearly is not much fun. Uh, his wife has been known to cause some issues <laughs> in, the, in the past. And yet he still shows up every game and performs at the top of his ability. Just keeps the blinders on. That's no matter all. how hard his family tries to make him <laughs> fail, he continues to succeed in spite of them. Hey, uh, exciting news for those that like going to gentlemen's clubs because, well, the Washington <laughs> State Liquor and Cannabis Board, big news, temporarily have suspended Washington's quote-unquote lewd conduct law, which would mean that it looks very likely that uh, Washington will be able to sell some booze in the gentlemen's clubs. I guess we're the only state in the nation that prohibits alcohol sales in entertainment venues like like strip clubs. That was what shocked me so much, is I feel like we would be more on the progressive side of that, and here we are, being the last ones. I do love they say the move is seen as a potential boost for the struggling strip club industry. <laughs> you think? If you actually let people drink at a strip club, you think people might start showing I'll up I'll go right them? now. I'll go right now. Hey, as far as weather, they're not open yet. If they are, <laughs> I don't know if you want to go to those strip clubs. 47 degrees is going to be our high. It's going to rain today. Thanks to SeattleBoatShow.com for giving us the Daily Mix download and that's what's up there is a neighborhood in bellevue that was a bit freaked out when they discovered one of their neighbors had a bomb you're gonna hear what happened at 6 20 rockaholics what was the strangest thing you discovered on your property or maybe in your neighborhood 206-803-ROCK give us a call and tell us all about it right now
I'm, the reason I'm, we're I'm, asking. I'm assuming this has nothing to do with like a gnome or something like that, right? Okay. No. This is wild. The Bellevue Bomb Squad was contacted about a military-grade rocket just hanging out in a resident's garage. And it was later determined it was no threat. But that's a pretty wild thing to have in your garage. It's got to be like old Bellevue. I don't think any of the newer people in Bellevue are rocking bombs in their front lawn. But what's crazy is it wasn't the it wasn't the person in Bellevue that called the Bellevue Bomb Squad. It was a museum, the Air Force Museum in Dayton, Ohio. So the police had been contacted by this museum because a Bellevue resident, a resident had expressed an interest in donating this item that had once been owned by a neighbor. So did he keep it like in a garage, I wonder? That's what it sounds like. Okay, so it wasn't on the front lawn. Because yeah. I don't know why I was just picturing like this big, because like, you see like a it, shrine. If you look at the pictures, it's not like a small it's little huge. thing. It's It's pretty epic looking and it's it's... It definitely has a historic vibe to it because of how old it is. So it says it's a Douglas Air II Genie rocket. Oh, I was looking for an Air One. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it was designed for air-to-air use with a nu- nuclear warhead, which in this case is not with the 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 rocket. That's why I which is good. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to buy it. <laughs> Come back to me when you have the fully functioning bomb, please. So there was no explosive hazard at all. Totally safe. Uh, and yeah, it's pretty wild. Now they're going to maybe have it displayed in this museum. Okay, that's kind of cool. That yeah. actually, and I wonder if the deceased person, they'd be happy to know that they're whatever they were, for whatever reason they're holding. I imagine they were just a collector. It's a cool conversation piece that they'd be happy to know now it's being on display at a museum as opposed to just being trashed. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it will be appreciated on a completely different level now rather than just sitting in somebody's house. If you look at it, though, it does look like a prop from like a Star Wars sci-fi film. Like it's just beat up looking. It looks like something like, you know, one of like those little fighter ships would have like sent out against like the Millennium Falcon or something along those lines. It's pretty dope. Have you ever found anything weird in your yard, Steve? I mean, random things from the crows. Oh, because oh, they like drop them in there, I, like presents. That's my guess. Or my neighbors are just slobs and they just throw whatever they want into our backyard. But it's always like random, like a wiffle ball. But no artifacts. No, I mean, like, do you count like a chicken wing bone as like an artifact? <laughs> that was weird because my wife's like. For at first, she was just like, "Do you have something you need to tell me?" Like, as if like I'm hanging out in the chicken backyard, wings. like just triggering up some chicken wings, eating them, and disposing of the evidence. Like I'm hiding that I'm eating meat or something. Like I'm like, no. I'm like, first of all, you don't care if I did decide to start eating meat again. It's not like it's like this like this weird. But I thought it was funny. She's just like, "Do you any reason why there's some chicken wings in the backyard?" How dare you? I like I invited some friends over. We got crazy. <laughs> We were playing pickleball and eating chicken wings, wings, and we left the evidence. What about you? Because you live on a farm. So in my development, it's relatively new. Not a lot of weird stuff is going on just yet. So the place, the, the, the property we bought had been foreclosed on for years. So when we moved in there, we had some trees taken down. It really needed a lot of work uh, to get it kind of cleaned up and ready to go. But the amount of weird trash that we found or just things that had been left behind, we found a boat trailer that was like buried in the ground. Does it work? I mean, no. We had to have an excavator like dig it out and get it out of there uh-huh. in like a big, you know, one of those big like trash receptacle things. And then we found an entire car door so also buried in the dirt. Do you know what your old the people who used to live there used to do? No idea. Other than just bury random no things? No idea. That, that, those were a couple of things. We also, there was one time they there was- a dump. Let's just oh, bury these things. There was one time that a bag of stolen property was found on our property- by uh, our our contractor who was helping mm-hmm. us do the work to be able to move in, he called me up and he said, "Did you leave a bag of like jewelry and there's like an ID and a wallet in here?" And I was like, 
No, I, oh. I don't know what that is. If they asked Danny the same question, you would have said yes. Yeah. Whatever it is, yes, give it to me. Wallet, is there money in it? Yeah. Is, so, are there diamonds on this jewelry? Well, yes. So then we had to go over there and, and look at it and call the police and say, hey, there's like stolen, stolen property here. Wow. And so the cops came and got it and they told us, it would be smart of you to stay on the property, even though we weren't living there yet. It'd be smart of you to stay on the property and like kind of show that there's life happening here um, because someone's probably going to try to come back for it and they probably won't come back for it if they see that there's people there. Well, guess what? Well, that's very nerve wracking. And guess what happened? I'd be thinking the opposite. They're coming back regardless. Well, and they did. And so Brad and I are sitting up. We're, ha- we're, we're playing guitar around the fire, playing a game of cribbage, totally chilling. And all of a sudden we see a flashlight coming up up the driveway and I'm like, oh my God. I turned to Brad. I'm like, I'm panicking. We're going to get stabbed. I don't know what's happening here. But at least you guy. guys see, at least you guys seem very intimidating oh playing guitar God. and cribbage. Yeah, we're very scary. <laughs> very scary. I'm surprised we didn't Nothing scare him away with our off singing. some intruders and playing a solid game of cribbage. But then the guy comes up and I'm, I'm like sweating. I'm sweating and I have my phone out because I'm like, I'm going to call the police officer that, yeah. that came. And I'm sitting there and he goes, hey, did you guys find a bag of stuff? And we're oh. like, yeah. And he was looking straight up methy, like a little, it was a little methy. Right, right, right. And and so I'm panicking. And he's like, well, that was my stuff. Where is it? And I said, well, we, we called the police and gave it to the police. And he was like, why would you do that? That was my stuff. Why would you do that? And I'm like, you know what? I've got the police. Uh, I've got the number of the cop right here. Would you like me to tell him that there was a big mistake and we can get it back? And he's like, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. So, let's I'm, go. I, so I start emailing the cop. I'm like, his, his name is Carl. He's six foot one. He's blonde. I'm just texting him a full description of the guy. Right, right. Did you try and sneak a picture too? No, I didn't even think to sneak a picture. But then, so he took off. Yeah, I mean, you were very knee deep in your cribbage game. Oh. I can understand that things were. <laughs> it's so hard he, to focus. He took off and we never saw him again. And, it, and, and there was no follow up at all. I think he must have like come to or something like that, got a little sober and thought, thought better of it. Well, I'm not going to connect with the cops on this one. See, well, you always hear those stories when, like, someone who's, like, high on something goes and, and like, and, and calls the cops. Now we understand why. Like, they're just so, you know, it's like, somebody stole my stuff and then they find out that it was, like, a bunch of drugs. <laughs> this guy's like, I want my stolen stuff back. Yeah, so we that, that was our story about finding something crazy on wow. our property with stolen stuff. We're talking about the guy that had a a bomb, an old bomb, a rocket in his garage that he's now donating to a museum in Dayton, Ohio. So we want to ask you, Rockaholics, 206-803-ROCK, what was the strangest thing that you discovered in your neighborhood or on your property? We're going to take your calls after Green Day. The Daily Mix Show! The Daily Mix Show! 206-803-ROCK, what is the strangest thing that you discovered in your neighborhood or on your property? Uh, texts are coming in, and one person said the weird thing in my old neighborhood was the house right behind us. They were making adult toys in their kitchen and hanging them up in their windows. What? I never knew of a mom and pop adult toy maker, but hey, here we are. I mean, do you bake them? <laughs> you know, I guess it depends on what the toy is. It's like a mold, right? Of yeah. Some sort? I mean, you, maybe it's like clay, and you have to like kind of keep it heated. I have no idea. <laughs> we'll have to track this neighbor down. I like that it was in the windows, though. Like. He said, well, we lived in Arlington many years ago when you rented from my wife's godmother. Right behind their house we rented, there was another house, and it was the uncle of her godbrother's friend. Him and his wife made so many different shapes and sizes, and they weren't selling them. They were just for their own personal use. I Fun wonder fact, if it's also, like- I guess he, he, the, the wife was a man at one point, and I guess, oh, wow, so lots of stuff going on in that neighborhood. <laughs> I wonder if if there's like a a limitation on the on the amount amount of time that you can use a homemade toy. Like maybe that's why they were 
cranking them out all the time. Oh, so there's an like expiration date? Like three thing? uses or... I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to ever ask to follow up that question. <laughs> that is a very strange thing. I mean, I kind of like it. And at what point do you say, babe, I think we have enough toys? <laughs> or like, let's just buy them from a professional. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, some things are cheaper if you just make them yourself. Like bread. Yeah, pasta. <laughs> I mean, a lot of time we talked about that where Sarah went to that place where they were charging like 100 bucks for basically a, a, a whole thing of pasta and someone texted in saying, I can make that for 70 cents. <laughs> 70 cents is a steal. G- compared to 90-something dollars, <laughs> absolutely. So my parents, well, growing up, we lived um, off of like 107th and Linden in North mm-hmm. Seattle. And we were one time digging around in the garden and there was like this woodshed and all that. And we started finding these like little bricks that had people's names and then like their year of, or like their birth date and then their death date on it. Huh. And we were like, I'm like, first of all, thinking, is this a graveyard? It wasn't. They were just like markers or something like that. But then we, when we kept I was digging. Thinking, is there like a serial killer thing where they're like, this is the date I'll be done with you? Oh, think, my God. That's a horror movie like we could write. But they probably, I mean, we probably found like 15 or 20 of these bricks that had like names of people with their birth date and their death date. So what would you do with those bricks? I don't even remember. <laughs> could have built something with it. Like yeah. a little, that, like a honor cool of little, them. Yeah. I'd feel weird getting rid of them, like tra- like trashing them. Yeah, well, now you might be haunted. I by know. those people. But we were, okay, also. Oh, this is the new movie, The we Brick lived, Layers. <laughs> we lived very close to um, Evergreen Washelli, the uh, uh, cemetery. Uh-huh. And so that was like where we, that was like where I learned how to ride a bike. That was where we used to do a lot of like family adventures. So maybe That's I am entirely haunted. normal. That's so normal. And have family adventures at a cemetery. Well, it's very safe if you're a kid, you know, there's not like a bunch of traffic, you know, you don't have to ride in the street. I don't know if I'd ever send my kid off to go play in a cemetery. <laughs> That's just me personally. I'm not here to judge. I mean, we did for a little while. But I I mean, I just remember finding those bricks and being like, our house has got to be haunted. What if you had to find the bricks and put them and bring them to, to the, the, cemetery. the cemetery and find the person? Like, oh I don't know if this God. is like some kind of a, a really bad scavenger hunt. <laughs> a really haunted scavenger hunt. A very hunt. haunted scavenger <laughs> hunt. So he says, I used to live in one of Gary Ridgway's old houses. The FBI showed up and dug up my entire front and backyard looking for bodies. And they never found anything, but they did leave my yard destroyed right after that we moved. Yeah, I don't know if I would want to live in like a house that was once, I mean, unless it's a really nice house and I got a good deal. It would be nice to know that they didn't find anything, but just the fact that it, you know, that his, that the, uh, the, the, what's the word? Like the spirit of Gary Ridgway would probably still be there a little bit. It's heavy. Yeah. And speaking of heavy, I mean, uh, the one thing we discovered in our neighborhood is, well, there's a certain person that made news for doing something really bad when he was once a, it's a, a big story. I don't want to get too detailed about it, but like he was, uh, he, there's, you know, younger people were involved. And, oh no. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, you don't know that until it happens. You know, no one, no one gives you like a heads up until one neighbor finds out and then everybody finds out. And then everyone in our neighborhood now got like signs like saying supporting like the kids. Oh wow! And so this person is like living on house arrest in our in our in our development, and it's just like, well, this is strange. Like this is nothing that we wanted to have happen in our. You know, you never want that don't, to happen. Don't invite them to the block party. I, no, no, I, you don't want to do anything. No, you just like I don't even see the person. <laughs> it's just oh man, but yeah, it, it is. Funny is not the right term, but it's 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 interesting that once word spread because then all of a sudden you just go take your dog out for a walk and like people neighbors that you've never had a conversation with want to let you know. And you're oh like, yeah, we're like yes, you're like the thirtieth neighbor that has told us this. But then of course it goes on that conversation of like what the f? Why did we have to have to deal with this? And you're like yeah, I know. 
Uh-huh. I'm not Think about all about the stuff that you might not know about your neighbors out there. Yeah. That's, that's There's probably a lot of neighbors with crazy secrets. Well, that's the thing I told my wife when, you know, obviously we're all freaking out about it. And I'm like, you know, in our old development, there probably were other, this was going on as well. It's just that this person's in the news. You know what I mean? Because oh, of yeah. the story. And it's just like, but, you know, I mean, if we go online, I bet we could find a lot of these situations and it'll probably make us never, we want to move in with you guys. And <laughs> yeah, the worst situation is a random meth guy just wants to get his diamond oh necklace my back. God, That was so bonkers. I also forgot in that, in that bag of stolen things was a baseball card collection. And I'm like, I didn't even know that <laughs> baseball cards were still being collected. Do you think he just stole a bunch of stuff that he thought was a value? That he was in a it or something? And then he looked at this baseball card collection, maybe saw, I don't know, like a Ken Griffey Jr. card or like a, uh, I don't know, Barry Bonds. He's like, that might be worth something. I, but I could buy a lot of meth with these baseball cards. So bonkers. Is there a barter system where you could trade in your meth for b- baseball cards? Probably. I'm sure there is, probably. right? Yeah, that's You could probably trade a lot of things for meth. That is a very strange thing that he took. <laughs> so weird. And it still blows my mind that he showed up to your house. Oh my God, I thought we were going to die. flashlight. Like, that's the part where it's just like, oh, my gosh, this guy's here. Yeah, it was it was one of the freakiest moments of my life. I didn't think it was going to end well, but it was it was fine. I'm I, I, I would have absolutely just called the cop right there. Like, I was just like, you know what? I don't want to deal with this. Like, the fact that you guys actually try to, like, have this conversation with the dude while you're hanging out on your front porch while playing acoustic guitar. <laughs> like, I would have just been like, you know what? Let's just call. Well, and we had the dogs. We were camping because we didn't even have, like, our home. You couldn't stay in the home yet. It was a, you know, construction zone. So we were sleeping in a tent. Like, it was insane. Well, Rockaholics, how would you like a shot at beating Steve? Listen to this record. 31 12. Boom. And one in 2024. Dominance. 206 803 Rock. We're going to play Beat Migs at 650. The Daily Migs Show.